get my camera on. There we go. Oh, Hi. there she is. Hi. No, didn't realize I didn't have it on. That's all right. Hey, Liz. Hi. I'm excited for this conversation. Are you? Mm-hmm. I'm just, this whole discussion has been uh, just really surprising and fun. Okay, good, good. So we're talking about the conversation about intimacy and some quizzes we talked about last time. And um, I know that we were talking about looking at what our partners might result in with the quiz. I don't know what everyone's done since last time. So I did have Mike take the quiz and I can talk about that in a little bit, but I'd love to know what have you both done? Hey, you go first. So I had Tom take the quiz and it was funny because I put my laptop in front of him and I was like, here, take this. <laughs> and he was like, what? Okay, fine. Um, I got a lot of commentary during the taking of the quiz in the sense of like well none of those apply well like there was there was a lot of commentary there um and then finally he ended up with sensual okay and we started watching the video because because we took it and then immediately started talking about it I didn't take I didn't watch the video uh -huh. um and so he started watching the video and he's like this woman's weird <laughs> I don't like this at all <laughs> she's like trying to be sexy um so once we got past that we sped up the videos because <laughs> it was a nine minute video um we talked just a little bit about like what sensual meant to him just the the slightest um and then we went and had dinner <laughs> very much like and we're done with that conversation okay all right what about you liz um so basically I took the quiz for him because he was busy putting together a bed for <laughs> our youngest. And so I, um, well, wait a second. At first you were afraid it would pop up at work and he'd be yeah. taking it at work. Did, yeah. So that didn't happen. No, no, okay. no. Right. he didn't. Yeah. He came home and immediately, um, started putting a bed together. So he didn't take it. So I just took it for him. Okay. And, uh, I think that he is also a sensual person, which was really surprising to me. Um, and really what this prompted was more a discussion about how we are in this space of life, or we have been, right? We've been in the sandwich between kids and parents. But now with my mom passing, we like we have theoretically more time and yet we have not dedicated any more time to one another or to anything about like that is about us being romantic together. Mm -hmm. So that was the real aha moment for us. We, we haven't been going on dates. We haven't been, even when we call it date night, it's basically ordering takeout and sitting watching like lately we've been watching Jack Ryan which we don't even like so there's just like what we acknowledged is that we have a lack of intimacy right now and what are we going to do about that and I don't know about you guys but that I had to get through like a, a shame meadow first mm -hmm. before I could really even talk about like what would we want to start doing 
So anyway, I don't know how to like what how does that land for you guys when I say that? Yeah. I'll just say it, it hits home for me. I talked last time about I'm sensual and I had Mike take the quiz when we were having a, a weekend a few weekends ago alone. And it's funny, you know, as a coach, you have all these assessments and I love this stuff. And I always try stuff on him, you know, take this assessment, take this assessment. He's always just rolling his eyes on this one. I said, why don't you take this quiz about sex and intimacy? And he's like, okay, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) And so it it was my phone and and he took it. And I was, and then I thought I should, maybe I shouldn't know. Maybe this is too private. I'm like, you can take it. And he's like, no, it's fine. He's energetic, which surprised me. Um, you two mentioned last time you're you're sexual, right? Both of you. Um, I assumed that's what he was. Mm-hmm. And to find that he's energetic and then just to start to learn more about that, which I have a whole lot more to learn about all of it, um, was helpful. We are getting ready to be empty nesters next year. And that's top of mind. Our youngest just started her senior year of high school this week. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's good to know this because energetic means he anticipates. And it started to answer a lot of questions for me. We have dated since I was 16 we will have been married for 30 years next year. We went to high school together. I've never broken up. And all this time I would like talk about what we were going to do the, you know, in the weekend or and in, in the night. And then when I would come home and it would be too, too tired, he would be just, um, so sad. <laughs> I thought he was just selfish. I thought he just wanted to get, you know, get to it. And and the truth is when you're energetic, you're anticipating all day or all week and you just sense the energy. And so he would sense my energy in the morning and it would be totally different at night or at the end of the week. Um, So just knowing that has really helped me just in the last few weeks, I'm working on myself, working on paying attention to all five senses, thinking about how to use the senses in daily life and, and, and in my intimacy with him. But now I'm also picking up on how am I giving him cues to tee up his expectations or anticipation, um, maybe inappropriately at times. How can I avoid some of the disappointment and cold shoulder um, stuff that has been going on forever? So it, I'm just tip of the iceberg too, Liz. I, we haven't explored much yet, but I can see the benefit for sure. Oh my gosh, you're making me, you're like, yeah, it's like, right. You're sending that, it's hitting me right in the heart right now. What were you going to say, Kate? I just, it makes a lot of sense that like, it's almost foreshadowing for him. And then he's like, wait, you promised me by your, (laughs) you promised me by your like indication. Uh And now I'm super disappointed because I was all like, Uh and you're like, whoa, like it's been a rough week. And you're like, no, but, but in the morning (laughs) you indicated when you started your day and Mike is the nicest person in the world. 
But then when I would come home at night and my life had shifted and he would be back on, you know, what we were thinking about at six o'clock in the morning, I'd be like, what the hell? Do you not understand? I've had this and this and this and this and And no, he understood that, but frankly, didn't care. He wanted to know he was still a priority in my life. Yeah. So we are empty nesters. Sorry, my allergies are driving me crazy. So you're going to see me rub my nose a lot, Um, but we are empty nesters. And um, because um, Tom's divorced, um, the, we had a situation where we had the kids every other week and what is so lovely about that as an adult in that situation, not necessarily as a child in that situation, but as an adult in that situation, we would we would double down on the kids during the week that we had them. And then they would go away and we would double down on each other. Mm-hmm. And if there was ever a society that thought to themselves, like, what's the best thing for adults and children? Like that would be it where you would share kids. <laughs> And the kids would come and then they would be, you know, appropriately parented with the focus and attention and love and and whatever during all the time, because they would have, um, they would have parents that that connected with each other on the off weeks. Um, So we had that situation. And then because we have triplets, it went from like, there was a house full of people to nobody. Talk about whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had been kind of gearing up for it for about four or five years before they went to college. But then they, but then like the complete and total absence when they went off was crazy for us. So, um, and then my mother came probably a year after, um, after that. And so we were kind of in that situation where it, and it was the summer or, you know, spring into summer, um, and the kids were coming back from college and blah, blah, blah. So, um, it was kind of in that weird, like sandwichy style, but my mother actually suggested during, um, when she was living with us and dying, she, she was like, you guys need a date night. It can't be all about taking care of me. Um, which is so lovely, so kind and generous to give us that. So once a week we would walk down to, you know, we lived in Portland and we would walk down and have, do the oyster bar for just a little bit, like an hour, hour and a half, have a glass of wine, eat oysters, whatever else they had, um, and, and look at each other and connect and, and whatnot. Um, and then now, since our kids are so adult, um, they all have savings and most of them are saving for retirement. It's crazy. Um, we have different conversations now. Um, we have, we've focused on, a monthly date night we focused on we get massages together not as couples massages but we get massages together mm-hmm. um and we periodically talk about what it would look like if it was you know is it enough is it um is it is it satisfying is it um and and that was something that as i entered into this relationship and after my last divorce, I was like, it's really important to me to be able to talk about sex in a non-shameful way, mm-hmm. to not have the guilt of, you know, all the the weird emotions that happen around sex. Um, because in my last relationship, I so didn't have that. I wasn't able to say that I wanted it and then result in having it 
And I wasn't able to not say that I wanted it and result in having it because it was just, it wasn't happening. <laughs> so like, as I went into this relationship, um, I told Tom right away when we started dating, like, it's a really important to me to, to be able to talk about sex um, and intimacy like in a frank and loving and open manner. Mm-hmm. So having that premise, like that's that's the benefit of starting over a couple of times. <laughs> you go, I learned from that one. Let me let me see what I can carve out on this one. Um, but having that premise, like we often will have the conversation. Um what I have as as I grow older, I will say, um, and I and I think it's as a result of the of being able to converse, but it's important to have in order to have a healthy sex life, in order to make it show that it is couching my words, it's important that one is able to gain pleasure. And as one gets older, sometimes the juices don't flow as as well. And this kind man that I am married to introduced lube into our relationship with with no like conversation about it no like there was no you know how it's like it it can be really jabby Mm -hmm. it can be really like an affront of like oh you're not desiring me enough and therefore we need this and blah blah like none of that he was just like nope (laughs) like it showed up one day and there was no there was no accusation about it and I think being able to talk about it and have that in your heart, like as you love someone and are intimate with them and I'm going to get emotional, but the, just having that ability to have that, like that one-mindedness, it showed up without any pretext of like, this is just where we're at now. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what both of you are making me think about as I'm like, I know our time's coming to a close, but I, whatever has been the past, whatever, like the, the relationship identity, our sexual identities, it informs our future, but we don't have to stay in a place that isn't meeting our needs or isn't meeting our partner's needs. And that's like, that's how this conversation is inspiring me to like re-show up in the relationship with open-mindedness and with creating time with and trying to question the voices that come into my head of either being annoyed, because that's like, yeah, so it's me sometimes at night, it's just the annoyed one, or feeling shame but to just try to create space for the relationship to continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Mm-hmm. And this really is about intimacy, not just mm-hmm. sex. This isn't a sex talk. Mm-hmm. And Kate, I appreciate you bringing up some of those points because yes, Mike was like, yeah, I'm all in on taking this, but then it was, oh, wait a second. We've never really talked about this stuff before. Is there something wrong? Like, yeah. No, no, no. I just want to do something new, which is all true. But I thought, yeah, you know, it shouldn't 
be perceived as something's wrong or something's weird that we're now having these conversations. It should be a normal course of our days and weeks to talk more deeply, right? Yeah. All the to-dos and what where we have to go right. and and what's next and the kids and the and the stuff. Um so yeah, it does get to that emotion pretty quickly because this is it's unchartered for for many of us, especially as women. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's another facet of our, our identities evolving mm -hmm. as, as humans and trying to evolve together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm so. trying to see it as a source of empowerment. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. empowered knowing more about me and how I tick and what I like and getting the courage to talk about this with him, which is funny but it took courage, um, certainly to talk about this more publicly for goodness sakes. Um, but I'm also trying to think of it as, you know, this, this is play, this is play. This is a, a, a source of creativity and fun and, you know, just take it lightly, you know, play with it a little bit and see what happens. Um, um, going back to it's play, it's also mood boosting. Mm -hmm. It's also connection. It's also healthy. It's mm -hmm. part of being healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're if we're all into taking care of ourselves and and you know impeccably caring for ourselves, this is a part of it. Mm -hmm. And if emotions are in the body, then it gets we need to get out of our heads and and do more with our, our body and, and be present, um, in these moments with our clothes on or off. Um, it's, it's just an interesting view that I think I've added. Amen. Speaking of taking care of ourselves, I have to go to my yoga class now. Okay. So where we go, do we want to do anything else with this? Do we want to dig in more next time or do we want a different topic next time? Well, I'm enjoying this conversation, but I also am curious to talk about speaking of identities continuing to evolve, becoming a student again. Okay. Like kind of starting over. And I think there's parallels too with um, us becoming coaches and, you know, us leaving companies. Um, but it's that like putting yourself back in student mode and what that feels like. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. this time of year. Yeah. It is the time of year to talk it about is it. The time of year. All right. We'll talk about more transitions, becoming students, even as adults, whatever the age next time, and whatever else we're going to talk about. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye, Thank instigators. You. Bye, instigator. <laughs>